everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this very special mobile edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How's it going? It's going pretty good. This uh, is a different way to do things today, huh? That's right. We're totally mobile tonight. We're on a long car ride back from Maryland, and uh, we decided that the probably the only way we're going to get a show out on Monday is if we record it in the car. So yeah, we're giving it a go. No one, some people. Well, no one may ever hear this because if it doesn't go well, uh, we'll just be skipping the show. That's right. Uh, But we're just about to pay the $4 toll to get into Delaware from the state of Maryland. So uh, that's where we are. We're headed up I-95. Well, we just, uh, we were just down in Annapolis, right? That's right. Speaking of uh, Veterans Day, which just happened this past weekend. Right. So yeah, uh, Disney did some celebrations for Veterans Day as well. Uh, They... Did some special things in Disneyland, including a uh, military flyover. No, that was California. What did I say? You said Disneyland, Disney World. I said Disneyland. Oh, I thought you said Disney World. But we're going to need some editing on this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to drive. <laughs> they celebrated Veterans Day in Disneyland as well as at Disney World, but let's talk a little bit about what they did at Disneyland. Okay. Um, so I know one of the things they did was to host a flag retreat ceremony. I don't really know what that is. That's right. So the flag retreat ceremony is at the end of the day when they uh, take the flag down. Uh, they usually have a veteran do that uh, from the crowd. Uh, but this year uh, on Veterans Day, there were almost, what, 250 uh, veterans. Uh, and those some are active duty mm-hmm. uh, serving in Disneyland. And they were led in a parade down Main Street Uh the, the cast members were in uniform, uh, and they were led down a uh, main street by the First Division uh, Marine Band. Nice. Uh, and uh, then they uh, took their place on the train station steps, and they were treated to an extended flag retreat ceremony that included uh, a military flyover uh, by a C-17, uh, which is a pretty big uh, transport plane. Oh, cool. And uh, that flew over the castle and down Main Street. So awesome. uh, a pretty unique experience for them. Very cool. Um, at Disney World, they did some some different things. They had um, a ceremony where they had different cast members representing different service branches as Veterans of the Year. Yes, and those veterans uh, represent the Disney cast members in Florida as veterans throughout the year, wherever there's a ceremony that has veteran involvement. Uh, there was a married couple who represent the Air Force and the Navy, and then another, uh, I believe gentleman. it was a Marine, another gentleman yeah. uh, represented the U.S. Marine Corps. Yep. Unfortunately, there was no Army representation, uh, nor was there any Space Force representation. Interesting. And you figure that in Florida, yeah. they're very close to a Space Force base at uh, Cape Canaveral, so I'm surprised there was no cast member representation there. Yeah. Um, but they were, they just had an extended uh, retreat ceremony. And uh, throughout the week in both parks, guests were treated to various military bands who were in the area and performed. Uh, In Disneyland, it was pretty much uh, bands performing as part of the parade down Main Street. And in Florida, it was bands performing not only uh, down Main Street, but there was a a quartet that played in Epcot. And uh, one of the U.S. Navy's rock bands uh, played at Disney Springs. Very cool. Yeah. This weekend wasn't just Veterans Day, but it was also the weekend that The Marvels was released. That's right. This is one of the few times that I have not seen a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie on opening weekend. Aww. I know. So sad. Uh, But The Marvels did get released this week, and they're celebrating it in various ways around the Walt Disney Company. 
Uh, one of the main ways they're doing it out in California is Monica Rambeau, uh, Carol Danvers, and Camilla Khan are making appearances in Avengers Campus, recruiting new members uh, to the hero community. And uh, that's not all. You know, you can also get a special photo pass uh, uh, magic shot over at the entrance to Avengers Campus of a Fleur Kitten. So if you know who Goose is from the Marvels movies, you know what a Fleur Kitten is. And they're pretty dangerous. Yeah. So be careful. And also, if you purchase a Genie Experience uh, option for uh, the day you're in California Adventure, you will get a special photo pass lens uh, that shows you your cosmic entanglement uh, powers. Okay. Uh, and we'll choose which power is best suited for you. Uh, of course, you know, the Marvel heroes are also represented on the cruise line. Uh, really, that's just a way for them to say that, you know, take a Disney cruise on the wish. You get to eat at uh, the World of Marvel. So it's not uh, really anything special or outside of the ordinary. But they do have some special merchandise for the movies. And, and what uh, what do you know about, Cher? Uh, I know that they've got, there's not much. They've got a women's denim jacket. Um, what else did they say they had? Uh, they also have a special shoulder plush. Oh, it's the shoulder plush. Very, very cute. It's the floor kitten. That's right. You can put Goose on your uh, shoulder and carry him around with you. And, you know, they, they've got other Marvel's various assorted goods, pins, hats, yeah. T-shirts. Yeah. So uh, check it out. Uh, I know we're not going to talk about the movie because I haven't seen it. I do know what some of the spoilers are, but we're going to try to remain spoiler-free on this show. So you know what they announced this weekend? What? Is the opening date for the... Uh, new restaurant in the Pixar Place Hotel. It is the Great Maple. Uh, it is a new American Fair restaurant. They're going to have their opening date this coming Wednesday, November 15th. And that's going to be for, for just walk-in guests. They're not going to be have, uh, taking reservations until November 21st. I guess that gives them a few days to get their feet wet and uh, see how things run. Uh, Pixar Place is Disney's value resort over on the Disneyland campus in Anaheim. So that's exciting news, and I think you've got to look at the menu. I do. They've got some good stuff here. In their shareables section, they have portobello mushroom fries, charred cauliflower hummus, uh, Parmesan truffle fries. That's just one of my favorites if they're done well. Right. Um, they have a mac and cheese, uh, thick-cut smoked bacon, which is an interesting starter. Uh, for salads, they have a seasonal salad, a modern Caesar salad, a chicken taco salad, a cob wedge, um, a GM chopped salad, I guess that stands for great maple, right. with pulled chicken, chorizo, manchego, kalamata olives. There's a lot going on in there. Um, let's see, what else do they have? Uh, for brunch time, they have buttermilk pancakes, French toast logs, uh, chilaques, tortilla chips uh, cooked in eggs with chorizo, fried chicken and donuts, smoked bacon scramble. I know, I want the donuts. Um, and then they have a modern American breakfast, which is, you know, eggs any style, um, plus sausage bacon and avocado toast. Kind of a nice combo there. They have a Cajun shrimp biscuit benedict, a traditional biscuit benedict, a ribeye hash, and pancake pops, which are their take on pigs in a blanket. For their main courses at dinner time, they have a 10-ounce uh, New York steak, a turkey bolognese, a lemon shrimp pasta, maple pecan crusted salmon, grilled chicken bowl, um, soda pop baby back ribs, or the chef's market fish. They also have sandwiches and burgers. I guess those are served any time of the day. They have a hot, hot honey fried chicken sandwich, 
a ribeye melt, the great maple BLT, um, a vegan twist on a uh, classic. They're calling it the V-Blat. I don't know what that is, <laughs> but uh, maple chili portobello, bake on, arugula tomato, vegan cheddar, smashed avocado on toast lavan. I don't know what that is. I'm not exactly sure what I just went through. Um, a falafel wrap, a steakhouse burger, and then they have a few sweets. Um, the famous maple bacon donut, their seasonal donuts, some powdered sugar beignets. Those are their choices for that. And then they have um, a few different cocktails, but most notably they have mimosas, white peach bellinis, and um, Bloody Marys. Then they also have a sangria and a bunch of different margaritas and, and uh, let's see, more, more mimosas. So lots of things to choose from at that restaurant. Obviously it just took me like, what, like four minutes to go through. So uh, lots to choose from. And I think the menus look, look good. Yeah, and I think one of the interesting things about that restaurant is they did mention that breakfast, lunch, and dinner will be available at any time during the day. Nice. Yeah, that makes, uh, sometimes you want breakfast at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. Disneyland wants to make very sure that you are not thirsty when you're in their park. That's right. They've introduced three new tumblers uh, and cups, I guess, sippers to the Disneyland Resort. And the first one is an all-metal tumbler, so it's insulated. It works for both hot and cold beverages. It's green in design, and it's got a whole bunch of the characters on it. Yeah, you'll see, uh, let's see, Mickey is, of course, the main feature. Uh, Goofy's on there. There's even a tiny little Cheshire cat uh, off in a corner there somewhere. Tinkerbell makes an appearance. Um, it's a nice uh, heavy cup. I have one similar to it, um, and yeah. It's good when you get it. It has uh, a beverage in it. It's, it's included. So that cup is $27.99, and it comes with the beverage of your choice at the time of purchase. Did you talk about the lanyard? Oh, no, I didn't. This is something I haven't seen before, but there's like a plastic ring that fits uh, over the cup, and it has a lanyard that attaches to it, so you can carry your regular mug uh, with you. It doesn't have a handle, so normally I would have seen... Um, straps that would go on a handle or when you have like a sipper it clips on but this is a ring that fits over it so that actually is included with it thank you for the reminder Tom. Oh, you're welcome all right that brings us down to our second cup which is the classic holiday parade reindeer sipper all right yep that one what's that a reindeer that is a reindeer from the holiday parade and uh it runs uh 1979 which is a pretty odd price <laughs> but uh that's all right and it does come with a fountain beverage yep and if you've ever wanted to drink uh, beverages from the head of a reindeer, this is the cup this, for this you. This is it. That's it. Very attractive. Um, and then there's one more uh, cup. This is actually, you know, again, more of a cup versus a, it's not a sipper. Um, it's more, it's a, made of plastic and it has a metallic look to it. Um, this one is less expensive. It is $13.49 and that one also comes with a beverage in it. The image is Mickey Mouse dressed as a nutcracker and Minnie Mouse uh, dressed, I don't know, in winter gear, red and white winter gear, um, and they're standing in front of the castle. Yeah, so, and I think you said this one comes with the same ring style it lanyard does. on it? Yep. So all three of those cups come with, uh, with, come with a lanyard. Excellent. So fun ways to enjoy your beverages during the holidays in the Disneyland Resort. And for those of you keeping track at home... We are now just outside of Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, we made it through Delaware without any issue. And uh, slowly but surely, we're getting back to Connecticut. Yes. 
Hey, do you know what's going on tonight over in California Adventure? What? They're closing early. Okay, that's not great. Well, it is, because they're closing at 5 p.m. in order to recognize cast members with special anniversaries to celebrate. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so every now and then, and they'll do it in Florida as well, uh, they'll close the park and do a cast member event, uh, which kind of stinks if you have to work at one of the other parks. Right. Uh, but it is a nice opportunity for them to get an evening and enjoy some of the rides themselves. Good for them. Well, that wraps up stuff out in California, so let's head on over to Florida. All right. Um, at Disney World, most of the news today is about the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, where uh, Sally actually did appear with Jack, even though we said that she was not listed on the appearances, which she was not, um, but she was beside him for photo opportunities. That's right, and Jack, uh, Jack and Sally are appearing next door to Mickey over at the Town Square Theater. Jack is wearing his Sandy Claus outfit. No word on what Sally is wearing. Uh, she just has her regular outfit on. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they also have added or changed the colors on the undercarriage lighting of the monorail to red and green um, oh. in honor of the Mickey's not so uh, uh. Not so scary Christmas party. What is, what yes, is that? Mickey's very merry Christmas party. <laughs> Thank you. How festive? Yeah, it's nice, and I think it's on. I don't think it's on just on party nights. I think it's on um, every night during the Christmas season. Okay, that's pretty cool. All right, Tony, what do we have for Epcot news? Well, if you've uh, know anything about Epcot, you know that back on October sixteenth, the Moana Journey of Water attraction opened, and uh, now uh, effective, I believe, tomorrow. The soundtrack is available across many of the streaming services, so you can, you know, you might not be able to get there, but you can at least hear what it sounds like. Oh, you know what it probably sounds like? Like water. It sounds like someone peeing is it's what it probably, sounds well, like. Well, yeah. if I hear water, it's going to make me want to pee. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't pull that up and listen to it. No. Uh, so the other thing going on at Epcot that's kind of big news is that they released the full 2023 Epcot International Festival of the Holidays Food and Beverage Guide. Um, the offerings include over 30 new options in addition to some returning favorites. Um, Disney has confirmed that the holiday cookie stroll will return this year, which is exciting. Guests participating will receive a festival passport, and those who purchase five of the eight eligible cookies will be able to redeem them for, will be able to redeem their card uh, for a exclusive item at Holiday Sweets and Treats. Uh, the holiday storytellers are also returning around the Walt world showcase neighborhood and uh, they will showcase the holiday traditions of their own cultures through performances that often contain comedy dance and music so uh, some of the kitchens are the bavaria holiday kitchen um, they have their they have a special cookie that's part of the cookie stroll that's the lincer cookie so that's one of the choices you can make in your cookie stroll um there is the American holiday t uh, table that has a lot of uh, turkey stuffing, that kind of thing. Um, the cookie there is the gingerbread cookie for the cookie stroll. At the t Tangerine Cafe, they have uh, kebabs and Moroccan bread, some beverages. They do not have a cookie there. At Lahayam Holiday Kitchen, their cookie is the black and white cookie, of course. At the Yukon Holiday Kitchen, um, they have it looks like a nice salmon with butternut squash puree, and they also have a beef bourguignon with crushed potatoes. And their cookie is the Snickerdoodle cookie made with Snickers bar pieces. At the Holiday Sweets and Treats, uh, they offer a, a peppermint sundae that I just might be in line for the chocolate ice cream uh, sundae with whipped cream and peppermint candy. 
But you know, as you like to mention to me, when we go down there, we're only going to, to Magic Kingdom, so you won't be able to get that peppermint. Way to rub it in. I'm Thank sorry. you, Tony. Thank you. At the refreshment port, um, they have a turkey poutine. That's uh, That's got to be interesting. Um, a new kiosk is the Swirled Showcase. Um, they have Mickey-shaped liquid nitro cake, soft, soft serve in a waffle cone, um, cream soda float with vanilla soft serve, and Fanta grape float with vanilla soft serve. Uh, and then they have beverages, which I feel like those other ones were beverages, but all right. And then another kiosk that's new is Bubbles and Brine. They have... Uh, jumbo shrimp cocktail with prosecco cocktail sauce and a jonah crab claw cocktail with stone ground mustard um, also new is wine and wedge um, they have assorted artisanal cheeses um, a bursen fig and balsamic souffle southern pimento cheese with bread and butter pickled vegetables an artist palette of wine and cheese with assorted artisanal cheeses and accompaniments um, they also have some riesling there at the Char and Chop, which is also new. I'm sorry this is getting long, but I feel like the new ones you have to mention, right? Right. Char and Chop has a roasted porchetta. They have a grilled Impossible spicy sausage. And they have a meat assortment, which is a trio of shaved meats with baby arugula, pickled mustard seeds, truffle oil, and grilled ciabatta. At the Refreshment Outpost, uh, they have a peanut stew and a dull raspberry whip. Um, I don't know how to say this one. Nuchibona? Cochina? They Sounds have, good to me. <laughs> they, have, uh, they have tamales, and they also have their cookie stroll item, which is the spiced cake cookie. No? Spiced chocolate cookie. Sorry. Uh, and then there's a holiday hearth desserts, which, of course, has a cookie stroll item. That one's the peppermint pinwheel cookie. At La Marche de Noël, they have a creme de saumon fumé and brioche. I don't know what that means. They have a lot of very nice French-sounding, probably delicious items. Uh, none of them are cookie stroll items, so I'm not going to try to say them. At the Tuscany Holiday Kitchen, they have some Italian food, some pizza, some pasta. Um, and their beverages include a Moscato and a Prosecco, as well as a Chianti. The Shanghai Holiday Kitchen, um, I think that's something that's been there before. Vegetables, spring rolls, um, chicken skewers. Shi uh, Wasu Holiday Kitchen has sushi. At the Los Posadas Holiday Kitchen, uh, that's again sort of a Mexican uh, themed kiosk. Their dessert is a Dulce de Leche Churro that is not on the cookie stroll though, it is not a cookie. Um, Connections Cafe has a cookie stroll item. That's the holiday sugar cookie. At Sunshine Seasons, you can get the Jingle Sugar Cookie made with M&Ms and chocolate candies. That's the their cookie stroll item. I would be all over that. I think I think so. And you know that that ends things on a delicious note because that is uh, that's all the offerings. Awesome! It sounds like a good delicious time at Epcot. Well, I'm exhausted. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm I feel full and exhausted. And over in Hollywood Studios now at uh, Walt Disney One Man's Dream, they are now, de- no, they have debuted uh, a sneak preview of Wish. Uh, Wish is, of course, Disney Animation's new movie, which will debut in theaters on November 22nd. 
So you can check that out there. It's only going to be there for two or three weeks. And then once it debuts, they will take it away. There's some good news at Hollywood Studios. Someone special is coming. That's right. For the first time since 2019, Santa is returning to Hollywood Studios. Ooh, I love Santa. That's right. You may remember him when he used to be in Once Upon a Shop. Uh, but now in 2023, he has a new location on Grand Avenue. And that will be in It's a Wonderful it's shop. A wonderful shop. It's a wonderful shop, which is a very weird name. It's a wonderful <laughs> shop. Well, of course, based on it's a wonderful life, life right? But because it carried Christmas ornaments yes. year-round, but they have removed all of the ornaments and the displays and set up a meet and greet with Santa. What's unique about this meet and greet is that Disney will have you enter your text number uh, so that you can get in the virtual line to meet Santa Claus, and they'll give you two text opportunities to come back and get in line. Yeah, that makes life so much easier. It does. I would absolutely be signing up for this if I were going to be in Hollywood Studios for the Christmas season, which unfortunately I will not be. Well, there is always next year. Yeah, I guess. So last night was a big, I'm sorry, not last night, Saturday night was a big night over at Hollywood Studios because they had their first edition of Disney's Jollywood Nights. That's their newest after hours party in Hollywood Studios. Right. Another way to celebrate the holidays with your uh, favorite characters. Yep. And, um, you know, they had some uh, character meet and greets, just like they do for, as you like to call it, Mickey's Not-So-Scary <laughs> Christmas Party. Yeah, right. Uh, but they don't have as many characters, but they do have a good number of them. So uh, they have released a list of the characters and where they are. So why don't you give everyone the, the 411? All right. Um, over in the animation courtyard, uh, they have Mickey and Minnie dressed in their, you know, Dapper Days type of outfits. Um, in those sort of um, 40s style outfits. Pluto and Goofy are in that same area. A little bit of a Christmassy touch to their outfits, as well as Donald and Daisy. Um, the backdrops are cute with candy canes and um, lollipops uh, in colors of sort of mint greens, pinks, and reds. So that's pretty cute. Um, at Echo Lake, Chip and Dale are meeting guests in their Rescue Rangers costumes. Phineas and Ferb are also over there. We love Phineas and Ferb. And Max Goof as Powerline. In Pixar Place, you can meet Frozone. And Edna Mode, I think, too. Yes, and Edna Mode. We don't want to forget about her. Um, but that's it for character meet and greets at, um, at Jollywood Nights. It is a um, more of an adult-centric party so yes. they don't have as many uh character opportunities although i think at the um at the christmas party at the magic kingdom i think there's more adults in line for those right. uh photos than there are children but, but nevertheless you know what i think is really interesting about the jollywood knights party what is you know since since we all know they kind of do that mid-century modern christmas decoration and it really harkens back to the 40s and the 50s right i think disney has really uh, embraced the idea of Dapper Days, and they're kind of telling people that it's an, an adult, uh, you know, dress-up party. So a lot of people are going with a Dapper Days holiday outfit. Um, so I, I think it's the closest to Disney being able to capitalize and monetize <laughs> right. uh, that Dapper Days without actually charging people to come in dressed in period costumes. Right. Yes. Um, and we've heard a little bit about uh, about Jollywood Nights. I think uh, it sounds like it has a few kinks to work out right now. Yeah, I, I think they're working out the issues. Um, as, as much as I think I'd like to have gone, uh, you know, maybe it, you want to hold off. 
Yeah. You know, you never want to go to that new restaurant during the first week. Right. I think maybe if you go towards the end of this year, you know, a couple weeks from now, uh, or even wait until next year, once they've kind of reviewed how they do things, you'll probably get a better experience. Right. Agreed. So, for those of you keeping track at home, we are now on the New Jersey Turnpike. We're at exit 7. We're about 30, 31, 32 miles in. Still about two and a, two and a half hours from home. Uh, so hopefully we finish the show before we get there. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're now in Animal Kingdom. Oh, uh, that fast? We drove to Animal Kingdom we, so quickly? We, we did. Wonderful. And uh, they've got seven new items, well, new and returning items on the menu at Tiffin's. Yeah, they're not really returning. Anyway, seven menu items are debuting at Tiffin's Restaurant and Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom on the 13th. That's today. That is today. Okay. Um, the first is the Champurada Champurado chocolate bar. It doesn't matter what it's called. It looks delicious. The cardamom spiced veal. A grilled chicken satay. Korean barbecue oyster mushroom baoban. White chocolate orange creme brulee. Pineapple glazed pork belly. And then the item that is up for some debate if it's new or returning is the shrimp and grits that has previously been on the Tiffin's menu, but this dish is a new take on the comfort dish. You know, every one of those new dishes sounds a lot better than the rest stop food we will eat on the turnpike tonight. That That's true. That's 100% true. So, you know, this weekend, the Merry Menagerie folks uh, are back in Animal Kingdom. And that's not all that's there for the holidays. Uh, Some of the characters have debuted new holiday costumes for their meet and greets. Yeah. Yep. Um, So Daisy Duck is meeting guests in Dino Land just outside of Crustaceous Trail um, at Daisy's Design Studio. And she has on a festive red and green, um, very flamboyant outfit. Um, So she looks like she'd be fun to take a picture with. She's got these funky glasses on her head. Um, Donald can be found under the Donald's Dino Bash Welcome Center awning in Dino Land. Um, he has on a uh, interesting hat. He's got a yellow hat with some florals on it um, and a red and green jacket. His meat spot has also been decorated with two Christmas trees and garlands. Um, Chip and Dale are meeting at the Upper Crustaceous Trail in Dino Land. Uh, they are wearing their usual dinosaur onesies, but have added a few holiday touches. Dale has holiday lights wrapped around his horns, and Chip is wearing a reindeer antler headband. Mickey and Minnie are being found in their usual spot at Adventures Outpost on Discovery Island. The exterior of the outpost has been decorated with a large garland that wraps around the extended overhead roof. Mickey and Minnie are wearing a holiday twist on their usual adventurer's garb. Mickey is trading in his tan button-down shirt for a red one, and he has added a plaid scarf and mistletoe to his hat, while Minnie's outfit remains mostly unchanged. She now, though, wears a red scarf and has added a red holiday bow to her hat. And over in Disney Springs, we've got the return of the annual Christmas tree stroll over there. That's right. Um, It has returned with a new wish tree, an updated Disney Cruise Line display for the Disney Treasure, and a new Disney Vacation Club tree, as well as an updated annual pass holder tree. The themed trees can be found all throughout Disney Springs, and guests who complete a tree stroll get a celebratory button at the end. How fun that is! Yeah, there's little maps that you can follow along, and then I guess you go back. Uh, you go back to find uh, your 
tree. All right. And that's not the only fun tree or fun trees that they have over in Disney Springs this year. That's right. Douglas fir is a talking and moving tree that is now roaming around Disney Springs, visiting his distant relatives at the Disney Springs Christmas tree stroll. That looks like it's pretty neat. Does he talk to guests as well? Yeah, he's uh, he's a small tree with just some green lights and no other decorations. He's in a brown box base that rolls along so he can navigate the crowds and interact with guests. So, you know, we've talked in the resorts about how they have gingerbread displays or gingerbread houses at some of the resorts. But do you know what the cruise line has? What? They get gingerbread houses in their uh, atriums. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. We had some friends that were just on a Disney cruise. If you would like to go on one, you should contact Tony at, uh, what's your, where do you work? Main Street and MoreTravel.com. You know, it's the same agency that you work at. I know. It's, you know, it's been a long car ride. What do you want from me? It has been. Uh, But, yeah, so we know some friends that were there this past week and watched them put up the gingerbread house yeah and that's part of the very merry christmas time cruises that disney runs throughout the holidays awesome so yeah you should you should take a christmas cruise because they're fun so what do we have tony for entertainment news well you know we uh mentioned last week the inside out 2 teaser trailer had debuted right and that is the uh most viewed debut uh, or or actually any trailer from uh, walt disney animation in the first 24 hours, it garnered 147 million views. I think 79 million of them were across TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I believe it because I never look at these things. And not only did I watch it again after Tony showed it to me, but I actually um, reposted it on Facebook. Oh, good for you. Yeah, because it it's, it's, so, it's going to be so good. I'm so really excited you, about you it. You are responsible for at least three of those views. I know, right? The Marvel's open this weekend, Yes. Yes, they did. And, you know, we mentioned last week that the box office numbers for opening weekend were trending pretty low. Well, that trend, uh, that prediction actually came out to be true. They made $47 million over the weekend, which makes it the worst performing out of all 33 Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Um, You know, some people say that that there's a tiredness in the Marvel brand. Uh, You know, and we've seen a lot of these numbers really tank after covid I think a lot of it is that people's movie viewing habits have changed in the post-COVID world. I don't think as many people are going to the movies as used to. Right. Yeah, you're probably right. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I do have friends who just wait for everything to to come out on streaming. Right. They don't want to go into the theaters. So, you know, that's why they're willing to pay for Disney Plus and, and wait for it. Right. And, you know, most of the times the wait is between 45 and 60 days. So this should debut. It will probably debut around Christmas. Um, if not, if not, you know, New Year's. Uh, so it'll be on streaming very soon. Um, but, but for my money, there's no better way to see a movie than on the big screen. You know, an eight, a 70 inch TV, 65 inch TV doesn't really cut it for me. I want a full cinematic experience and I want popcorn. I was going to say, let's not pretend that it's about anything other than the popcorn. Well, usually it's about popcorn and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> right. yeah, Chick-fil-A prior to the movie and then the popcorn. Right. Uh, and then being able to recline in a movie recliner. Um, but, you know, it, it's sad that, you know, viewership is down in movie theaters and a lot of chains, uh, you know, are having a tough time drawing people in. Yeah, I don't know. Certain movies seem like they do fantastic. It might, you know, there's some, I think there's some degree of truth to the sort of tiredness thing. Uh, Everyone isn't rushing out to go see these movies. And the topic, you know, who is, who is the superhero? 
is it anyone that someone really cares about? Are the previews that are being shown really drawing people's attention? And I think the answer to the Marvels is no. Duly noted. All right, so that wraps up all the Disney news. We head on over to Universal, where there's just one story that really interests Cheryl. It does. This is at Universal Studios Orlando. Um, They have an actual garage sale in their parking garage. It's in the um, the cast parking. Team team members. Team, they call them. I'm sorry. The team member parking garage. Um, They had a pass holder preview on on November 11th. Um, and then it's open to the public from the 12th to the 14th. And they just have tables out there um, with, you know, charts that say everything was 70% off. So charts that help you um, just figure out how much you'd be paying for your item. And they just had all kinds of stuff. They had Halloween Horror Nights items. They had um, ho- they had um, Mardi, Gras. Mardi Gras items. They had Christmas items. They had just, you know, regular park Overstock type items. items. Right. But um, they're... The, the staff is constantly bringing out new items, unboxing things. It seems like so much fun. And you just grab a big box and you just start taking your, your things and, and, and checking out. So I think that sounds so fun. If I were down there for one of those, I would definitely jump on that. Right, and they do that a couple times a year. Who doesn't love a garage sale? Fantastic. Photo validation is now in technical rehearsal at Universal Studios Florida. That's right. We mentioned last month that photo validation... Uh, cameras, I guess, were being installed at Islands of Adventure, and they were being put into a technical rehearsal stage. Well, as Cheryl mentioned, they now have it over at the studios as well. So what they've done is they've put cameras in at the entrances and exits, and it takes a picture uh, of your face so that you can be tied to your ticket. In the past, they've been using uh, biometric fingerprint... uh, I'm sorry biometric finger readings they do not take your fingerprint they usually measure bone distances in your finger so it's it's not a fingerprint people think it is and then they have all these issues about being tracked um but universal is using this new photo validation technology to make a more seamless entry experience to their parks they're going to be implementing it in epic universe as well so they're giving it a run through in the other parks in florida first i think this is what they use um when you get off of the ships and you have to go through customs. Okay. Supposedly through customs. And you just like walk by this little scanner thing and sort of look at it. And the guard will just tell you, yep, you're good, you're good, you're good. So um, if it can be that fast at Universal, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, if, if it speeds up the process. And the process, you know, like you take Disney, for example. You have to go up, you have to scan your ticket. Then you have to put your finger on the, the reader. It takes the reading. Who doesn't place their finger properly? Who uses the wrong finger? Oh, is that the same finger you used last time? Right. Oh, you did the other hand? Well, then, you know what? A picture of your face is a picture of your face. Right. It's always going to be your same face. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So that's all we have for today. Yeah. So uh, we are now in Metuchen, New Jersey. Oh. We're about two hours and 20 minutes from home now. So we could go for another two hours and 20 minutes. We could, but I think we would bore everyone. I'm sure we would bore everyone. Because we're boring each other. <laughs> right. But uh, we will be back on Wednesday, hopefully from the studio. Right. Probably from the studio. Yes. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ha, <laughs> ha,